Brooks. I'm Christy King. A guilty plea from a former Washington football player. I'm Neil Augenstein. Great day on Wall Street. Dow closing up 754. NASDAQ up 353. The S&P closed up 106 points. And Major League Baseball's all-star game in L.A. tonight. 6 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. More than 40 million Americans are trying their best to keep cool today as temperatures soar in several states. Hopefully it cools off soon. I'm tired of it. I don't like, I don't like when it's too hot like this. Reporter Chris Fox is in Texas. The record-setting heat wave now has much of Texas under excessive heat warnings and advisories. The dangerous conditions are having an impact on Texans. If I do have to do outdoor work, I make sure I do it at night or I get up early and do it before work. Drinking a lot of water, getting everything done typically earlier than this. Utility companies are keeping a close eye on the power grid. Britain is also boiling with temps hitting a record 104 today. We're just going to suffer through it because we're here for two days. We're going to make the most of it and uh, yeah, we're sweating a lot. Extreme heat in the UK melted an airport runway and officials shut down public transportation because they were afraid roads would buckle. The heat's also fueling several big wildfires around Europe. President Biden heads to Massachusetts tomorrow to promote, to promote his efforts to combat climate change. Mr. Biden has vowed to take executive action if Congress won't. But Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre confirms a declaration isn't happening anytime soon. Everything is on the table. Uh, it's just not going to be uh, this week on that decision. More than a dozen members of Congress have been arrested at an abortions rally in front of the Supreme Court. CBS's Linda Kenyon has that story. U.S. Capitol Police say all of the lawmakers, as well as several other protesters, were given the traditional three warnings before they were taken into custody. The charges include crowding and obstructing. In all, 35 people were arrested, including 17 members of Congress. Overdose deaths are at their highest number they've ever been. Reporter Sabrina Cupid has details. The CDC's Dr. Deb Owry says from 2019 to 2020, there was a 30% increase in overdose deaths, the largest increase in U.S. history. She says the pandemic played a part. A disruption in access to prevention, um, treatment and harm reduction services, and there was social isolation. So people could have been using drugs alone and not have somebody near them to use naloxone. She says most of the deaths are linked to fentanyl. A judge has fast-tracked Twitter's lawsuit against Elon Musk with an October trial date. CNET's Ian Schur. Ultimately, he agreed to buy Twitter. He signed on the dotted line and suddenly saying he doesn't want to and accusing the company of fraud raises the stakes enormously. And you may have noticed gas is a little cheaper today. The national average now down to 450 a gallon for the first time since May. AAA says people are driving less and the cost of crude oil is down too. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Good evening. It is 6.03, and we're very happy that you're with us on this Tuesday evening. July the 19th, it's 87 degrees. And 90 on the mall. Hello, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top story we're following for you this hour, of course, is campaign 2022 on WTOP as it is primary day in Maryland. The candidates are sprinting to the finish line and the polls close pretty soon at 8 o'clock tonight. Among the hotly contested races we're following in the Maryland primary, 
races for governor and the 4th Congressional District in Prince George's and Anne Arundel counties. WTOP's Dick Iuliano starts our team coverage. Who will succeed? Governor Larry Hogan. Hogan's choice is Kathy Schultz, who served as his Labor and then Commerce Secretary. She's challenged by State Delegate Dan Cox, who was endorsed by former President Donald Trump and who once tried to impeach Governor Hogan. Democrats include Tom Perez, Wes Moore, Peter Francho, John Barron, Doug Gansler, and John King. The open congressional seat in the 4th District features former Congresswoman Donna Edwards against former state's attorney Glenn Ivey in the Democratic primary. Congressman Anthony Brown gave up the seat to run for attorney general, where he's challenged by former Judge Katie Curran O'Malley. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Meanwhile, WTOP's Liz Anderson spoke with voters in Prince George's County about the issues concerning them. Gene says he's a Democrat now. I was a Republican, but, you know, there's nobody Republican-wise who I'd vote for. He describes himself as pretty much a centrist. And Omatayo Ajani's chief concerns... Education, uh, transportation, and policing to make sure the community is safe. Safe community. Ajani's also concerned about spending power at the pump. So I hope the economy is going to come down. They're going to help us with these gas, crazy gas prices. In Beltsville, Liz Anderson, WTOP News. After the polls close tonight, we likely won't have all that many election results right away. In fact, you should be prepared to wait days, maybe even weeks. It is possible we get some primary results tonight, but only for primaries that appear to be blowout victories for a candidate. In any other situation, we will not know the winner because under state law, election officials aren't allowed to begin counting mail-in ballots until Thursday. Results that we get tonight will only be from people who went to the polls and voted in person. The counting of mail-in ballots has become more impactful in recent years. Before the pandemic in 2018, about 30,000 mail-in ballots were requested by Maryland voters. Now it's completely different. About 500,000 mail-in ballots were requested this time around. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. This voter in Montgomery County tells WTOP he's okay with waiting for clear results. Yes, it's 2022 and we all wonder why we can't have immediate information because that's what we're accustomed to. But at the same time, we want clean and accurate results. Polls close at 8. If you get in line by then, you will be allowed to cast your ballot. Keep it here on WTOP all evening for comprehensive coverage of the primary races, and we will follow the returns at WTOP.com as well. In other news tonight, former Virginia Governor Doug Wilder is suing the president of the university where he works. The lawsuit involves a personnel matter at Virginia Commonwealth University. Wilder works at VCU as a distinguished professor in the L. Douglas Wilder School of Government and Public Affairs named for him. Now he's suing the university's president and others because they didn't fire a now former university employee Wilder feels threatened him. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports those alleged threats came in the form of text messages critical of Wilder's ties to Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. Youngkin was elected pledging to eliminate critical race theory from public schools. Wilder's suit says VCU leadership not firing the author of the text essentially paints him as a racist sympathizer. Christy King, WTOP News. Spokesperson tells WTOP VCU doesn't comment on pending litigation. Keep it here on WTOP after traffic and weather. We're going to dive into the Maryland primaries with Kate Ryan, 607. Here's Jonathan Edge, a director at KPMG, on the discussion Modern Government, Mission Digital Transformation, sponsored by KPMG. Technology has changed dramatically. CIOs have had to adjust their approach. 
based on those changes. How are they going to maximize technology for the mission of the organizations that they're supporting? Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search KPMG.